like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Curtis Glavier on the line. He's the Chairman, CEO, and President of Pensco Trust Company. Curtis, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Pleased to be here. So I'm excited to get um, more into what you're doing over at Pensco Trust Company and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit into your background. So how did you get started in business, Curtis? Uh, good question. You know, uh, really started in college uh, with a college thesis I wrote, which was um, uh, titled The Performance of Junk Bonds and Their Impact on the Economy. And um, that led actually to my going to work on Wall Street uh, at Goldman Sachs, and I actually worked in what was then known as the LBO department, or Leverage Buyout Department, which is really the precursor to what today people call private equity. Um, and, you know, I spent two decades in, in private equity as an investor, uh, and then um, as part of that, uh, when I was at Fortress Investment Group, I invested in Opus Bank, so I was a founding investor and board member of Opus Bank, and then I worked with the then-CEO uh, to analyze Pensco Trust as a potential acquisition, and then, lo and behold, Opus acquired Pensco. A few months into it, the Pensco CEO decided to move on, and then I became CEO of Pensco, so kind of all started, you know, I guess back uh, years ago with that uh, college thesis. Wow, so uh, wow, like a bogo, right? College thesis that led to a career—that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, whenever I hear, whenever I hear somebody that actually had a good college thesis, I'm like, oh man, mine wasn't that good, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Slight, slightly jealous on that one, but um, so there's some, there's some, uh, you know, some younger, just maybe they're just getting out of college or they're a couple years out of college. Listeners that are, you know, are kind of listening to this right now and thinking, well, what are their next steps in finance or, or what path should they go down if you were able to give that you know one to two year out of college um, grad that's thinking about finance some advice uh, what kind of things would you tell them in terms of dipping their foot in the water right well I, I would say uh, first just be intellectually curious um, you know just show that you're you're eager to learn Put yourself in positions where maybe you feel a little uncomfortable because, you, you know, you don't know anything, but you want to learn. And that way you're going to, number one, learn, right? You'll get smarter. Mm -hmm. You'll get to know the, the finance industry better. But you also put yourself in touch with a, a variety of people. And you might just happen to find a, a mentor or two that you can uh, get advice uh, from, you know, not just uh, in the immediate future, but over the course of 5, 10, you know, 15 years. And that can, you know, help uh, shape the course of your career. So that's what I would say, you know, be be uh, be flexible, uh, be looking to learn, be looking for the experience, uh, maybe not just the top dollar, you know, um, mm -hmm. for your first job or second job, but 
making sure you're always putting yourself in a position where um, you're going to be uh, learning and developing uh, because that will, uh, you know, pay dividends down the road. No, great advice, and I and I love your emphasis on the longer term relationships. I feel like sometimes when some when we're just getting out of college, we we're, we're now 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 just thinking about now what's happening. You don't kind of think about well, 15 years down the line, you know, just it's a better life. Number one, to have good relationships, but you never know where those your connections or your network or you know where everybody's going to be. So I mean, I love that emphasis on those long term relations, especially in the finance world because it's so small. Um, and you, you you figure that out, you know, a decade in, right? <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And I I do feel that uh, people need to, you know, make sure they're learning uh, where they are. They're developing those relationships. Uh, they give it a shot. They don't just uh, you know continually move around every every, every six months or year. Um, mm-hmm. But they take take the time to exhaust the opportunities uh, where they are and, and if they've truly exhausted them then then it certainly might be time to move on but if not it certainly makes sense to to make the commitment and and develop yourself further and, and give yourself a chance to develop those important relationships that that can last a career wonderful um, I want to switch it up a bit, Curtis. Let's get a little bit um, further into what you're doing uh, over at uh, Pensco Trust Company. Uh, so, so how are you helping your clients? Well, we, we're really helping our clients realize their retirement dreams. We basically allow them to invest in alternative assets. Think private equity i.e. my career that 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 I had uh mm-hmm. uh think venture capital real estate uh, anything that's non plain vanilla but we allow them to invest in in those sorts of alternative assets in their retirement accounts in their IRAs in their Roth IRAs solo 401k's whatever it is a lot of people don't know you can do that and it's a shame because there can be real opportunities for people to uh, continue to grow the, their assets in a tax-efficient, tax-deferred manner through their IRAs, and they don't need to just uh, put their money into plain vanilla mutual funds or stocks and bonds. They can really put their money into almost any type of alternative investment, including real estate, uh, which is a, a big uh, percentage of the assets that our clients hold. People have a chance to invest in what they know best, and then they can hold it in, again, a a tax-deferred, tax-advantaged account. So we're really helping our clients realize their dreams. Yeah, I, I'm, and I'm a fan of the, the self-directed model, and I feel like uh, with fintech and with operational efficiencies and just the trend of the industry that it's much more viable than it was once upon a time. Um, like it used to be quite a bit of a headache to try to have um, an alternative asset in, in an account and track and taxes and all the things, um, and it wasn't as mainstream, um, as you know, because you know you helped develop that market in terms of where, based on your entire career, it just wasn't quite as mainstream, so I feel like it was a lot more difficult um, to get transactions executed and to maintain it and for you know the general let's say population of CPAs even to know how to deal with an alternative um, asset when it came to it even though they're you know highly um, highly um, 
highly tenured in their field. If you don't come across it every day, then you don't, you know, you, you have to brush up every time you see it. And it's just the nature of the beast, as you're aware, finance being such a, a wide field. Um, any kind of trends that you care to talk about that you're just noticing in your neck of the words and I, in the world? And I don't mean investment specifically, but just trends of where these alternative investments are going. Sure, sure. We're definitely seeing some notable trends. Uh, assets in, in IRAs totaled about $9.4 trillion at the end of the first quarter of this year, which is an increase of over 8% from wow. the year end 2018. That's a big increase. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> right, just a big increase. So we're seeing an increase in, 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 in IRAs. We're also seeing just an increased interest in alternative investments, mm -hmm. wh whether in IRAs or not in IRAs, but clearly uh, we are seeing that. And we have done some of our own client surveys. And it, again, these are some large percentages I'll, I'll throw out there, but you know, a third are plan to invest more in non-traded alternatives as a result of market volatility. Mm -hmm. And a third have already increased their allocation to these mm. non-traded alternatives as a result of market volatility. So you can see a trend there. there there's a concern about volatility, about the you know, perceived expensiveness of the public markets. People are allocating to alternatives, and they're realizing, again, that they can use a, a tax-efficient vehicle, such as an IRA, to do that. Yeah, and to me, I think the obvious trend is that that's, that's the evolution that's not going to change. I, and, and and where I guess I take my data point from is if we think about, um, you know, speaking of a, a Bogle, right? So when the Vanguard Group, you know, started, um, the thought process in the investment world was uh, you, you invest in your, your, you know, your domestic blue chip. And if you're investing in, let's just say, Coca-Cola, then you're getting your international exposure because Coca-Cola sold around the world. Well, you know, fast forward X amount of years, decades later, it's not enough to just invest in Coca-Cola to get that exposure and that diversification. You have to invest in, you know, alternative markets or, or I should say um, uh, foreign markets, whether it's small or large developed, but to get that true exposure. So now it's just pretty much, in my opinion, the evolution is now it's saying, okay, well now alternatives are just going to be a, a slice of that pie or that overall diversity diversified model that over time is going to grow the same way that some international asset classes grew over time because it's not going to be enough to just say you're invested in, you know, um, a REIT or in to, to get your real estate exposure or in um, another, um, you know, fund that, that um, indirectly has these types of holdings. You're going to want direct exposure the same way the international markets um, took place. So I love it. I, I love the trend. I, I think it's going to increase. Um, I'd be interested to get your, your take on, um, on just fintech and how it's affecting your field in general, whether it's operational, whether it's just in general. Yes. Well, if, if, if fintech is definitely affecting uh, our industry and, and Pensco. We, we've taken advantage of our in-house development team. We have a, a great team of software engineers, and they have developed a variety of, of different uh, software packages and tools and, and integration tools that helps us serve our clients in the way our clients want to be served. So we have 
something called AltNav Technology. It's won a couple industry awards. Uh, basically, we allow our clients to use the web, use the internet to set up their accounts and to do ongoing transactions there. Uh, you know, many, many uh, firms, uh, certainly in the past, were purely paper-based. We've tried to automate a lot of that, not only on the front end with, with clients being able to, to sign up, but, but also on the back end. We, we're continuously working on ways to make ourselves more efficient through technology. Uh, we've, we've also rolled out things like e-signature, which are becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, and this just makes it easier for our clients to do business with us. The, the alternative asset IRA custodial business is a complicated one because there is mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of paperwork involved, a lot of different oh, yeah. parties. You have, let's say, if you invest in a private equity fund, you have not only the underlying client who's made the investment, but you also have the private equity fund. You might have a private equity fund administration firm, uh, and then you have Pensco, and all the parties have to work together in order to make the uh, process hum. Mm -hmm. And so we've we've adopted and developed our own technology to make the process more streamlined, uh, more efficient, uh, and more automated. And, and we're continuing to do that. You know, we have a, 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 a lengthy uh, list of, of projects that, that we're both involved with, as well as we intend to uh, roll out, and we'll continue to innovate. We've been an innovator, um, and, and despite the fact we're one of the uh, oldest in this industry, we're actually celebrating our 30th anniversary, believe it or not, wow. this year. Um, and uh, we're we're looking to have another 30 years, right? So we need to make sure that we have the Absolutely. technology to to make that next 30 years as successful as the first 30 have been. Wow, that's uh, that's yeah, that's that's amazing. And I, I had a feeling that, um, and it's great to talk to someone like you in your position to see um, how that's affecting such a large company. Because to me, I mean, I, you know, that was my my past before being in media. Um, I you know, as a wealth manager, I'm like just to open up an IRA at one point, just to have the paper apps and all this. You're like, oh my gosh, the headache. So I couldn't <laughs> even imagine what what your deal. It's like you're closing a mortgage, uh, literally, because you're investing in something alternative in a in a self-directed IRA when few people, probably the CPA you're working with, didn't even know what it was at that time. You go back far <laughs> enough. <laughs> so it's like, am I closing a mortgage or am I like doing it? So I like it. Just it warms my heart. Is as, as funny as that sounds to hear that the operational efficiencies are, are are getting better because I know for the people that you know the good people that are doing hard work behind the scenes to close those deals and that have the the day-to-day -day relationships with those uh, investors, the investors win at the end of it all because they're not right. <laughs> what it once was. Um, so, Curtis. Very, if, very um, true. Yeah, I would, I would I'd just uh, say a quick, quick story. I have yeah, a, a, a business, business school friend of mine from Wharton Business School where he went uh, years ago, and he had called me with some real estate uh, and mortgage-related investments. He, he wanted mm -hmm. to put an IRA, and he he said, well, I've got some sizable dollars to invest, you know, plus I know you, so can you, you know, give me a relationship type manager to help out? And I said, oh, sure, I can do that. And then he said, ben, by the way, can you do this over the web? And I said, yes, go on to www.pensco.com and see what you think. 
And so, well, lo and behold, he actually uh, he did talk to our relationship manager. I put him in touch with, but it actually uh, gone gone ahead and uh, opened the account you know, on the web himself. So he he, he managed to wow. figure it out. So that uh, that was great to hear. And uh, again, that's trying to make things uh, efficient uh, yeah. and, and streamlining the the complex process of, of alts to the extent we can to, to to what's under our control. And it's not always under our control, as I said, because there are asset sponsors, fund sponsors, managers, oh, et cetera, yeah. involved. But we, you know, we do what we can on our part to make, make it uh, uh, an excellent level of service and a great experience. We call it our, our gold standard. And, and that's what we try and do at Pensco really be the gold standard in the, alternative investments in the uh, IRA's custodianship world. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, Curtis, if somebody's listening to this and if they want to learn more about uh, Pensco Trust Company, what's the best way for them to get that information? Well, I think a very easy way is, is literally just to go to our website, which is www.pensco.com, and, and they'll see it's laid out uh, fairly easily. You can self-select what type of, you know, uh, person you are um, and, uh, you know, whether you're looking at investing, you're an advisor, whatever, and then you can just follow through uh, the site. We we have, you know, frequently asked questions and, and we have some descriptions of what it, what it means to be a self-directed you know, IRA investor. So I think that's, that's the easiest way to do it. And, uh, of course, we also have the 800 number on there uh, to call, but I, I would say go to the website first. Oh, that's great. Um, well, hey, Curtis, I really appreciate you taking time to come on the show today and give us some of your background and tips and also uh, update us on the great work that's happening in alternatives, specifically at uh, Pensco Trust Company. So thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Curtis, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Adam. It's really been a pleasure.